What's up? What's up? What's up? I am so excited. I am so happy to see you. Thank you for having me on today. How you doing? How you doing? I'm doing good over here. We got that East Coast thing going on over here. Yes, now. honey. I love it. I love it. I love it. Listen, I know we can tell you who I have on here with me. I am so excited because, as you guys know, I've been following the whole We Five just thing. Folks have been coming on the show. They've been talking about it. And this dude right here... <laughs> We're introducing John. He is on the show. He's coming on here. He's a fellow podcaster. He, you know, he's out there with the drummers, the guitars. He's a syndicated boxer. And he is in We Five and another upcoming project as well called Money Run. So let's get into this. You're making you me got- tired just hearing that. Like I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, that's a lot of stuff. But thank you for the accolades. And yes, it was amazing to be a part of We Five. Great cast. Um, I do love what I saw from the pilot and uh, working alongside of great uh, actors and just being a part of a production with Eric Roberts and Eliza Roberts was just so amazing. And it was kind of crazy how it all came together, you know? Dude, he is like one of the coolest guys you can meet. Like I have the honor Everybody's and privilege saying this. to Everyone. be his friend. I have the honor and privilege to be his friend. And the things that they're giving me to do in terms of, like you mentioned, Money Run, uh, a production we'll talk about in a moment. And just being casted and, you know, having them give the security in me to do a good job, which is absolutely insane because I, I wasn't an actor. That This came out of nowhere by way of podcasting. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. I mean, like all of the things that I listed, I listed drama, syndicated boxer, and then acting. So, like, you know, I know that we jumped into the acting and everything, but before we were on here, you had mentioned boxing and you mentioned acting together. So, like, could you kind of, like, elaborate? How did the acting even come about? Okay, so it's a great collaboration between, you know, uh, acting and boxing because you just have to go. There is no stopping. Like, you just have to do it. And when your call time comes up, you got to go, you know, and go with the flow. Otherwise, you know, they'll they'll throw in the towel on you. And that's very similar to acting. Now, how I started in acting was actually with We Five. Um, I've been a podcaster for a while. I was doing, and it ties into boxing. I was covering boxing for Sirius XM, a great show called Ring Talk. Pedro Fernandez, who was my mentor. I covered a lot of boxing events. And the thing is, I wanted to transition, and I still do a boxing pod. I still do a UFC pod, a mixed martial arts pod. But I kind of wanted to, like, start talking to actors, like, for whatever reason. I, I wanted to start just messing around with picking different people's brains, like a guy that, you know, uh, is a film producer or an artist or a painter or a musician, you know, like myself. And so I transitioned over to that. And then the next thing I know, within a couple months, someone hit me up uh, from the We Five production, actually the sh- one of the showrunners, and they were like, do you want to act in a show? And I said, there's so many crazy things going on in the world at this time with the COVID and whatnot. 
I was like, crazier things could happen. I'm like, you know what? F it. I'm going in there. Like, the worst I could do is they tell me I suck, right? <laughs> and, and so I go uh, all over the place, and we're traveling everywhere, and I, I was just so happy to have the opportunity. And if it wasn't for the cast members, if it wasn't for, you know, I'm not going to say cheerleaders, but people that helped me because I'm, I'm raw, like I'm new, you know? So once I got, especially like a couple major scenes I had, there was one actress, her name is Robin, and she was so excellent with working with me. And th that's, that's what really brings it together. So, and then from there, it kind of just went to like, hey, people are asking me, you want to do a commercial? People are asking me, do you want to do this? And I'm like, sure. And then you want to do stunt training and you want to go here and, and do that and another role. And then I got this amazing opportunity with Money Run, which has a great cast of very similar uh, personnel. That's what we five. And I, I'm just so delighted. And then I saw an early treatment of it. And I, I can't give too much away, but they Ooh. gave me a lot to do. They gave <laughs> me a lot to do. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is now real. This is, this like, is serious. Real. It's this not just, real. like, one or two scenes. Like, I'm in the entire thing almost. Like, that much wow. I can say. I, I'm in wow. it a lot. And I'm so wow. thankful. You know, I got to ask you without, I, I know you said that, you know, because um, Money Run is in production. Is that correct? Yes, it is. It is. Okay. So, ooh, ooh, I probably got to invite you back for part two for this, but can you give us like any sneak peek on your character or? Well, I get to be me, which is excellent because the, <laughs> the last time I had to do acting, I had to play like a very stoic like federal agent, you know, and had to be like very stern. The the cool part was though that a lot of women happened to like I, I had like a lot of complications, like a soap opera almost like type of thing with We Five. And which was cool because I'm like, okay, at least I got some things to do with some, you know, pretty ladies. And uh my, you know, <laughs> I, I love my wife to death, but that that's that's a you know, that's cool. It's like a cool character to play. She gonna be sitting with that one like yeah, she's going to be like, uh, what did you just say right now? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> but, oh, I got a funny story for you about We Five production. All right. Okay. There was a scene I was doing with uh, the woman I was telling you about, and she was an excellent actress. And I was supposed to be kind of like romantic with her, and I couldn't get it right because I've been with the same woman for seven years. So now I'm going to fix myself. Okay. Uh -huh. And, I, I couldn't touch her head the proper way and rub her hair the way the director wanted it. So I, I'm like shaking her up. Like I'm, like I'm like messing her up. She looks so like, and she's like, the only time I ever heard cut, and she's like, cut. They're like, cut. And, like, cut. and I'm like, oh man, I'm really messing up right now. So, I, I, so that I, I I said like how about I just like put my hands under her chin because I'm supposed to bring like her head up like I'm supposed to bring her chin up like bring her spirits up because I couldn't for whatever reason I was like this like you know I I know that some people mm -hmm. listen on audio and they don't maybe see it like on video but I was clapping her up man like <laughs> I don't I couldn't get it right and I told my wife and she's like what what's wrong with you why can't you get the scene right I'm like. I don't, I can't be romantic with another woman. 
You know, I've been Ooh. with you for like for so I, I'm I'm repairing myself. I'm not just saying it. <laughs> you you got to prepare yourself, but you know that should that should make your wife feel really good because I yeah. have done I have done scenes where I I hadn't been like I wasn't romantic or anything, but they played my spouse or whatever. And my whole mindset is like, and my husband will be sitting right there like, good job. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> thank you, dear. You know, it's like the whole mindset. You really got to kind of just like, let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Release and let it go. Yeah, yeah. It's it's acting. It's That's all it is. It's acting. And, you know, you asked about Money Run. Money Run is going to be a very fun production. Um, I will tell you a little bit about my character. Like I said, I get to be more like me, which is great because the last time around, um, although I feel very strong about the performance, it's like I'm a very like you could tell like I'm loose, like, you know, I'm like over here now, like we're East Coast. So I get to do that. And I get to have freedom with my character. And we're, we are going to shoot a lot of my scenes in Las Vegas. And Ooh, I'm very Las excited. Vegas. Yes, honey. That, that's where I live. And and I'm excited to uh, to shoot out here. Um, we're going to do other locations. There, there will be other locations. I, I could say that it's a, it's a period piece. It's kind of vintage. Uh, it throws back to the 80s, which I love. That much I can reveal. Um, we're gonna have a, a banging soundtrack because if it's the 80s, you gotta have a banging soundtrack. Yes, honey. Yes. <laughs> um I, I gotta change a little bit about my physical appearance. That much I could tell you. I okay. can't reveal why, but let me see. 80s, 80s. What was that like? The the was it the punk rock, the the mohawk with the color? Are you gonna do that or are you gonna do the flip? To the you know, look to the, uh, the flock of seagulls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're awesome. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, you're onto something. You're onto something there. Yeah, I'm onto something. That. I'm onto something. Speaking about the 80s, I, I don't want anybody to do any flashback pictures of me in the 80s because I did have the Big hair up here. I did do that, and a ton of hairspray. That was me. Like, did you do the Aquanet? Yes, Aquanet. Oh my god! <laughs> were you there? I mean, <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you that that's an East Coast thing. Like, my father before work, he was in you know real estate. He was also a musician. He used to spray that. You could smell that a mile away. Like that Aquanet. Like, I'm surprised we're still alive. We breathe that. Yes, because you walk into the fog. You're like... <laughs> That's 100% correct. It's absolutely ridiculous. And I've used it when I used to have spiky hair. Now I'm growing my hair out for a roll and I have to change a lot of my appearance. And again, okay. I can't reveal why, but. Uh, you know, it's it's like the hairspray. Part two, guys. He's already saying he can't reveal why. I can't. Part yeah, I can't, I can't reveal why. <laughs> not not. It's, we're we're coming close to when I can, but it's like now I'm back to like hair gel because I mean this thing is like growing out, and mm -hmm. 
you know, and, and now I, it's I like, looked at the screen over here. If you see me looking, I'm looking at the screen. I can see you better over here. I, yeah, I see, I see you growing a little something, something. Yeah, I see it. Hopefully <laughs> by the time we do production, you know, I might have to wear a wig. I don't, I don't know. I, I know I have to shave. I know I got to change <laughs> a couple of physical features and, and, and whatnot, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Like, uh, great production, great cast coming uh, your way. Uh, they started filming some things already. I know that I have my assignments coming up um, after I go train in martial arts um, in California this weekend. And that has nothing to do with production. I uh, want to shout out my boy, you know, Adam McKinley, who's my sensei. And, and we get we get together every once in a while. It's like a stepbrother situation. Like, we have matching pajamas. Like, how weird is that? but we still train martial arts. So I can still say we're badasses, but it's. You said you matching know. pajamas. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I got to see that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you'll see some pictures. You'll see some. And, and his wife got it because, okay, let me tell you something. We'll, we'll go to podcasting. All right. So I meet all these wonderful people like yourself and, and, you know, I've had some great guests on and, and a lot of these guests are by way of wonderful people like yourself that recommend and say, Hey, bring this person on. So I had Sean Cannon on my show a couple of times, mm -hmm. uh, was in karate kid part three, the studio city and, uh, wow. has some other, you know, projects coming up and he's, he's an awesome guy. So he's like, would you mind interviewing my sensei? And I'm like, oh, no, absolutely not, man. Like anyone you recommend, I think you're good people. Mm -hmm. And so I bring them on. Long story short, my mm -hmm. wife, she's hearing the interview when I'm kind of like going through it, making sure it's all like cool and whatnot before I post it. And she's like, my God, that's your brother. Like what just happened here? And <laughs> then the guy's wife sent me a picture of stepbrothers, like the, the cover you know the art cover for for the film, and inserted I love our yeah, faces. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and then next thing I know, like we're we're doing karate in the garage, literally. And I'm like, hey man, you like guacamole? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. The, the, hilarious. That, that, that that's what's up, but that, that's what makes the world beautiful. And you know, like I said, when when I met uh, Eric, I was telling you, um, you know, on a private call about it. Just a great guy, just really cool and and great to be around. Like when you meet people, and I mention this a lot, and and even when I do pods or meet them in person, which mm -hmm. I've had the opportunity to do, and they don't disappoint. They're they're not you know, bud heads, like they're right. really just cool, yeah. down to earth, like appreciative, normal. Yeah. Yeah. And in the entertainment business, you know about this. How often do you see normal? Um, yeah, I've seen, I've seen all types of personality, you know, people that you're like, you're thinking is like a hundred percent cool. You meet them and they have like no personality whatsoever. And you find yourself cracking up to your own jokes and they're looking at you like, you know, I meet them all. But it's really good. It really is good to meet somebody that is like what you think they are. It really is. And Eric, um, everybody that came on here is like, he's cool. He's a cool <laughs> Mad guy. cool. He <laughs> is. He is one of the, the coolest down-to-earth guys. Like, he's so... 
He's great with uh, also like not only when I hung around him and watched him on set act, which I think was one of the greatest things I've seen because I, I learned a lot about acting. Like he could just go right into character and get right out of character. Like he's such a consummate professional and he's so great to the people around him. Like he's someone that will offer to like the staff, like, Hey, can I get you a water? I actually have waters in my refrigerator, in my dressing room. Would you like a water yourself? Like he'll, he'll flip it. And mm -hmm. that's really cool, man. Like a lot of people don't do that sort of stuff. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like in, 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 uh, in, uh, the industries that I've worked in in music, Bobby Kimball, Toto, same way down to earth, Evander Holyfield boxing. Like, oh, wow. Oh, man. I, he I have my bucket list to interview. Oh, my goodness. He is so incredibly engaging. Um, when, when, when I did an interview, and, and this is so beautiful that I had the opportunity to actually do it in person. And like when, when I met him, he was so nice and mm. he just, you know, was so open about how to hook someone off. And then he went into like from boxing to like earth, wind and fire and music and women. Wow. And, and I'm like, this is wild, dude. Like I'm like, and, and he was so nice and, and so great. And then, uh, you know, I asked him, I'm like, could we please take a photo together? I'll send you this photo. And he's like, you know, he, he no hesitation. He's like, are you kidding me? He's like, bring it in. And you, you almost <laughs> see, on. I have like, bring it I, in, have, Come I on. have like bromance <laughs> tears in my eyes, man. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> you said bromance tears. I had bromance <laughs> tears. I think I invented it because you could tell, like, I'm like, this is my hero. This is why I got into <laughs> boxing. And I'm like, and, and dude, he's like built like, I don't know, man. Like, he's a big dude. He's got a I big I'm going to ask you, like, is he as huge as he looks like he's on TV? Because he yeah. looks huge on TV. So I could just imagine. Enormous. Oh, wow. Enormous. Enormous. Like, and he's only, the, the, the weird part is he's only 6'2", but... His weight category usually was between like 210 to 225, but he looks stacked and jacked. He's probably all just no body fat, just all pure. Nothing. No, no body muscle. fat. <laughs> and he still looks great. Wow. And he's like 50 years old. But he, now he looks like he reversed time. Like he time traveled or something. I don't know what's wow. going on. Wow! Wow! Amazing! Uh, amazing! He, yeah, you know, you you've met some pretty amazing people. Oh my goodness! Oh I'm my so goodness! Honored. I'm so honored. Huh? So honored. Wow! Wow! So I mean, have you ever had anybody that you interviewed that it was like you just couldn't get any information out of them, like? The more you ask some questions, it was like yes, no, or nothing. I mean, how do you deal with that? There's times where it, it can be stale, and what I do is I pick and choose my battles. And I think you probably know about this: is that I like kind of like talk to someone and feel them out, like via texting, or sometimes I interview someone without even having a phone conversation with them which mm -hmm. is really interesting. And sometimes it works out. 
you mm-hmm. know, like Callie Ree is like a great female fighter. She was probably one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. I had wow. never spoken to her, but we had a f- absolute, I almost said the F-bomb. I had an absolute blast with her, and she was just so incredibly cool. And then, again, my wife is, like, hearing it. She's like, my God, this is like a sister to you. And now we're, like, great friends. Um, you, you, you never really know what to expect, but what I try to do is um, – make sure that the person's kind of like on, I'm not going to say the same wavelength as me, but like has something to have a relation to like something that's cool and, and fun and positive. Like I don't talk politics on my show. I don't talk, you know, Uh, any kind of thing that goes on. Like I like to keep it just fun and positive and and about about the person and motivating. That's the word. That's, you know, I come to find out to me, like, I will sit and I'll listen to politics. I'll sit and I'll listen to, you know, the yada, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. But it is so much more interesting to find out a person's personality, what they're into. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I say yada, yada, yada. (laughs) I I, I was saying that that the East Coast is coming out. That's that's why I pulled away from the microphone because I was like, I'm I'm laughing. Yes, I I don't want to cut you. (laughs) Oh my goodness. My kids, they get on me. What is is it? It's it's garbage. I I said, bring me the garbage. And they're like, what? I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, give me me the garbage. Give me, come on, give me the. It's funny because my stepdaughter, she's 12. She's lived in Vegas her whole life, but now she's picking up like a lot of my East Coast, like, you know, East Coastisms, if you will, you know. So she'll be like, oh, we got to take the garbage out over here now. Like, she'll be doing like some things like that. And then <laughs> now she's starting to pick up on Italian because I speak a little Italian. Oh, and, and wow. Yeah, yeah. So she, it's funny because now she's starting to pick up on it. And unfortunately, when you know how to speak Italian as an Italian-American, guess what happens? You speak a lot of curse words. So now she's saying things, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, don't, please, please, <laughs> don't say that in public. <laughs> because if someone researches what that is, it is so horrible. <laughs> it's so terrible. <laughs> you know, it, 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 but she 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 loves it, and... Uh, you know, it, it, it's great, but let, let me ask you about your inception. As here, here goes me as the interviewer. Um, I knew I, I you were going to do this. I yeah, knew I was, you. you knew I, I always do it. it, it it's gonna, it's inevitable. Um, what what started you in podcasting? You're obviously very smooth. You're very cool. You're very relaxed. I love the way you treat your your pods. Um, what started you? Well, me. Um... YouTube is really new. YouTube was like, my husband's been telling me for the longest, you got to do YouTube. And I was just kind of like, I didn't even understand it, right? But um, I had a radio show. We have a radio show, 106tvcradio.com is our station. And I've got a show on there. And I've been on there for like maybe, what, three, four years now. And um, prior to that, though, we had a TV show, a local TV show called Coffee Time. And it was me and Mama Denise. So I don't know if you've ever had a chance to catch her on the show with me. But she is like my ride or die chick. She's my mama in real life. And, <laughs> and she's a trip. And she is 
onion yorker. She's got a cigarette in the mouth. Come here, come here, come here. You know, that's that's her, right? But um, to answer your question, I know I'm all over the place, but to answer your question, um, as far as podcasting, it was just something that um, I looked at it and I like, I enjoyed, I love talking. Anybody that knows me, I'll pick up, you know, when Facebook did the, the live thing, like my husband hates Facebook now. He's like, you invented live, we're enemies because I'm like always on live. And so I was like, well, not, why not do YouTube, you know? get a little change <laughs> yeah i mean as a podcaster like the youtube sometimes it hits really good but you know iheart and spotify is is, is great like uh, i i get a lot of thankfully thankfully to my listeners and people that support the show um you know i do get a lot of clicks and a lot of hits and i i just get a wonderful um you know, a group of people that it just snowballs. It's like, it goes from like, Hey, you want to interview this person, want to interview that person. And it's all about connections and it's yeah, all about yeah. keeping it real. And, and I love, I love talking to folks. I love interviewing them. You know, so I've, fun. I've, I've had some amazing interviews, including a lot of the cast member from V5. And my most favorite interview um, is with this gentleman up beside yourself. I, you, you're up there on my top. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh man, I thought you were making me like, woo! I'm gonna start blushing. I'm gonna get all red now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, woo! Where's the fan? Where's the fan? <laughs> um, uh, is this guy named Nate Moran? You know his story. I love to hear their stories. I love to hear how they go from one end to the other. And so happened for him, he used to be homeless. He went from homeless to dancing all over the world to having one of the bestseller books out there. And it was just, you know, just talking about that. And I, I think like I had to, at one point, stop the live because I was crying. Cause he just like, yeah. I was like, I couldn't like hold back. And, you know, he's a really cool dude. He's like, everybody loves him. He dance, he does this mime thing. And everybody, he's at everybody's party. He's like, you know, we have this inside joke, like, where's Waldo? He's like, the, he's <laughs> he has the mime face. And he's like all over at everybody's party. He's on yachts, he's on boats. And this dude started being homeless, you know? So to me, I, I love, I love podcasting. <laughs> I, I love stories and that's why like to bring up boxing that's why i got into it I, I love people that come from you know bad situations you know and make themselves better like yes it is a very brutal sport but they're out there trying to make their lives better trying to course correct you know damage and and trying to get through and a lot of fighters like we're, we're funny people man like we're we're more sensitive and 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 funnier than most people think you know but uh going back to what you were talking about there about podcasting i've had some moments where i almost cried on a show which it, it again talking about a fighter being sensitive okay i've almost had that and i think i did and I have to go back and look at it. I'm not sure. Um, when when someone gives you like a high compliment or whatever. But the thing is like the craziest thing is when you get a lot of reveal out of someone when they don't like when you're not pressing them. 
when they're not expecting them to do, do that. So I'm going to tell you what my craziest story is. And then I want to know what your craziest reveal is from a guest that you had. Mine was Steve Sharippa from Sopranos, who played Bobby Bacala. Okay. Ooh. And he was a great guest. We had an amazing time. And he's still a great friend to this day. And I love him to death. And he's mm -hmm. one of the most honest people you'll ever meet on the planet. So he's got this voice, and I have to do it like him. He's like, hey, Johnny, what's the worst job? that you've ever worked in your entire life because you want to ask me questions. And I'm like, well, I've had a couple, you know, they sucked and whatever. He's like, my time I was working on a pizza place and I had some douchebag. I'm sorry to use that word, but that's what he said. And he's like, I had some guy come in and he was just, I, you know, I, I, I had to piss on his calzone. I'm like, wait, time out. <laughs> Uh, oh, and I what? swear to God, I could send you this show. <laughs> I could send you, and, and then I'm listening to him, and I'm dying of laughter. I'm like, wait a minute. So you like deep fried urination <laughs> on a calzone, and he had no problem talking about it. He's like, yeah, this guy deserved it, man. I, and then I called him after the interview, and I said, before I post this, are you okay? <laughs> with me putting that out there, like I, I, I say what I say, and that's all I mean, and I don't care about nothing. <laughs> all right, I'm like, you sure? Are I'm you, like, you, 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 to, okay with this? <laughs> you admit it to urinating on someone's food. Are you cool? I happened 20 years ago. I don't give a shit. I'm like, okay, <laughs> and then I post it, and and then people like laugh at it. I, to this day, like when I when I heard it, and you get, you actually watched the video on Zoom, oh, wow. like when, or or on on YouTube rather, like we did it via Zoom, I almost fall off my chair because I can't oh, believe. Oh God! Oh God! I've you never gotta give heard. Me a glimpse I can add it to this so people can see that because that sounds hilarious. I've I'm never. Sorry, heard. I haven't had any outrageous things like that. Um, I've I did never heard have anything one, like it. I did yeah. have one interview with uh this gentleman and i was so excited and <laughs> and um i didn't you know we didn't have cameras or whatever whatever so i had my phone so i did i put it in the phone and i went in the interview and the whole time i don't know what was going on but it didn't record at all oh. and i get home and i'm like And to me, that could have been like the best interview. Oh man! As a showrunner, I understand that. Like, there's been times, and I call my wife. I'm like, "Please help me! Like, I can't find the show. Like, it says it recorded, but I can't find it." And she comes in in like five seconds and finds it. I'm like, "Oh my god! Thank you so much!" But no, it, it's it's a very complicated thing. Like, people have to understand, like, to do a podcast to set things up audio video like a lot of people they think they have their game on point like in terms of like a, a guest comes on that's the biggest complication and like they're using her cell phone outside and you know it's like this isn't working i can't hear you bro like i can't see you or 
whoever it is, and you're sitting there and you're trying to make everything work the best you can. And then yeah. now you start getting anxiety on your side, thinking like you're you not start doing the right thing. And yeah. you <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. And I think that's what happened to me. I was so nervous. Like I like, you know, and I'm trying to do it and I'm trying to look all, you know, professional and I'm trying to be cute at the same time. And, you know, the guy is sitting, I know he was drunk and he's sitting there and he's like trying to stand up and, and I'm like, oh. taking, you know, <laughs> so hopefully he thinks that it was a drunken stupor. And, you know, I think I had an interview with Didi. I'm not sure. I hope that's what went down. <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever had I, I've done I've I've went through about I'm gonna say 60 some odd guests in the past like eight months and I'm very happy wow. about that. I don't think I've ever had anyone entirely lit, but I've definitely like had people on that I looked at and I was like, You've had some fun today. You Ooh. know, like yeah, you could tell a little something, something going on. You had a little sweat. You had a little sweat. But, but that—that's that, good because they get loose and and they yeah. talk, nice and, they and tell relaxed, you, and they have a yeah. good time. Yeah, they yeah. tell you some crazy stuff. Like there were so many times when I ran, excuse me, when I ran pods, where I was like, I couldn't believe. Like I was saying with Steve Sharippa when he talked about the calzone. <laughs> and the urination on the calzone. Like, I, like, hold up, time up. I gotta say this. The way you say it when he talks about the calzone, you know, the urination. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I didn't know what to do. I, I was like, oh my God, this is great. It's funny. I like the story because we're talking like friends and he's that <laughs> comfortable to let that go. Mm -hmm. And then I had to like listen back and I was like, Steve, is this cool? Uh, yeah, it's cool, Johnny. I don't, I don't, I say what I mean. Okay. 100%. You know, go, I, I mean, you're okay with it? Like, again, publicly admitting to urination on food. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even a word, urination? Is, am, am I making a word uh, up? You're asking the wrong person because I will mess up. <laughs> There's a couple of things that I would do. I will mess up a name and I will make up a word. And I will, and I will feel the word means something. And then I will have you thinking it means something. And then you will use the word and be totally embarrassed about it. <laughs> That's New Jersey. Just letting you know, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> that, 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 that's like the East Coast type thing where you just make things up. You know, like you just come up with your own words. Like, you Yeah, just, you come up with, you know, you come up with, you know, the Shabingsniks, you know. And, and you sell like, it. Yeah, the Shabingsniks. <laughs> yeah, and you sell it and you, and someone doubts you. You're and like, it works. This is, yeah. <laughs> because you sell it with, with the accent or the demeanor. Yeah. The demeanor is very important too. Yes, you yes, yes. You got you gotta be all cool with that. So, but oh I, my I, goodness. I can yeah. sit here and talk with you forever. I do have to ask you this. What is next for you? You done uh boxing, you're doing the podcasting. I love it. I love it. Part two, guys. We're bringing him back for part two. Yes. So you Thank did the you. boxing, the acting, we five, uh, money run. What's next? Okay, what's next is that, believe it or not, I'm recording an album with my band, uh, Drumming, and uh, we're getting things rocking and rolling, 
And also, I'm going to take one last amateur fight. A lot of people think I'm crazy. I'm 42 years old. I'm in good shape. I, I feel very confident. I, I just want to uh, I want to get back in there one more time in a boxing ring because I lost my last fight, and it really upsets me. Yep. Oh, wow. the, the last time I fought an amateur, it, it, it really bothers me, and I, I want to go back in there one more time, and I feel like I can. I, I feel like I'm in very good shape. I've been training very hard, and uh, I have the right people around me. Um, what's also next is more great podcasts, like with people such as yourself, wonderful people. Um, I have so many awesome people like, you know, in Q and uh, you can see me smiling right now, but the listeners that listen on radio, they, you know, they, they, they can't see it, but it, it's wonderful fighters, professional fighters, heroes of mine. Um, also actors, um, musicians and then the next acting project i'll finally get to that is going to be a couple of different things like um obviously there's the money run and they're giving me a lot to do there but i was also offered a couple other things with stunts um you know just doing like impromptus uh you know i'm i, I guess i'll call it side casting where you come in and you fight and you you do things in martial arts or boxing. Oh, um, wow. Oh, yeah. I, I love that. I, I, I think it's so fun. When when I got, okay, reveal about Money Run. The producer today was like, you already have a fight scene, like one scene into the film. I'm like, yes. Ooh, <laughs> I'm honey. Like, yeah. I'm like, give me that fight I scene. I got to see this. Okay. I'm now. like, give me that fight scene, man. Like, you know, but, um, I have a couple other things lined up. Um, I have to give all the credit to people like yourself, um, Eliza Roberts, Eric Roberts. For whatever reason, they just have been great to me and and giving me roles and giving me opportunities. And I wish I could say a little bit more, but I, I got to be like gagged ordered on a lot of stuff. Uh -huh. I yeah. totally understand, but you know what? I'm going to say that I'm happy for what I got so far, and I love it because it gives me the opportunity to kind of, you know, fight you to come back. Look, oh, anytime. I, and I I'll tell you in a private myself. conversation, in a private conversation, yes. I'll spill the beans. Ooh, honey. I just look. <laughs> I'll spill the beans, you know? <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll leak the information and it's okay and I know I can, but like publicly it, it's like because of the production and what they're doing and you know. But uh, if if you want to link up uh, a couple minutes afterwards, and now the listeners are gonna be like, wait, what what are they gonna talk about? You know, <laughs> look, look, we might tell you part two. I might not. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Uh, she's always good. October. I don't know. <laughs> October. I, I could tell you a lot more in October. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this is my favorite question that I ask. This is a very simple question, and I ask every single body. And I always go through this whole spiel about this is my favorite question. Blah blah blah. But um, what advice can you give someone out there that's trying to do what you're doing right now? Be humble, be honest, um, you know, try your best, uh, look around your surroundings, make sure you have people around you that 
are really good people that are genuine people and know your role. Um, the, the thing that about this industry, and it's very similar, it, it ties into the boxing industry and also the music industry, is be humble. Go out there, do the best you can, work with people, be patient with yourself, be patient with others, but also have, you know, eyes wide open. It's very important. Um, when, when you go into a role, be appreciative to what you have and, and give it your best because you have one life. I'm going to tell you something that changed my life, and I'm glad you actually asked this question, and it really changed my life, okay? Um, on one of my podcasts, going back to that, I had two-time heavyweight champion of the world, Chris Bird on, and uh, he's been on my show twice, and he's a amazing, wonderful man. And he said to me something about like that he's training again and he's getting back. You know, uh, he wants to have one more fight, and it inspired me to do the same. And he says, "You have one life, one life. Go out and get it." And when when I heard that, like. I'm getting goosebumps right now. Like when I heard, yeah. Yeah. I heard him, I heard him say that. And I was like, wow. Yeah. And it stuck with me. And this goes back about four or five months mm. and it stuck with me the whole time. And every single time I do something and someone's like, what are you doing? I'm like one life. One Hashtag life. it. One life. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. I am going to. I'm telling you when, when he broke that out to me, it, I always knew it. It was always in here. It was always instilled in my chest and my heart and my brain. But when he said it, there was something about when he said it that just made me want just, to do all clicked. this crazy stuff. It clicked. Yeah, yeah. It and clicked. that, that's what I recommend to people. If you're going to do it, go all the way, but know your role, meaning uh, not only your part, but be respective, uh, you know, work with your, your co-actors. Um, how do you get in? You just get, got to get good with people. You got to get good with people and, and show good respect and then have them respect you in turn. Cause that's what life's all about. Yeah. Yeah. It's about oh, that's respect. Beautiful. I love that one life, you know, I, oh, and, and, and I like asking that question because I come to find out <clears throat> no one answers that question the same because that question means something different to each person, but each time they give an answer, it's like a lesson or, or something to be wiser or, you know, for the next person to hear. And I like that one life that gave me goosebumps. I love it. Oh, so, Chris, Chris Bird is the best. <laughs> yes, I, I love it. Guy. I love it. I love it. I'm definitely, I, I love it. You love it. I'm going to hashtag that for real. For real, real. You're going to see that like all over the place. <laughs> I, I tell them all the time. And then we go back and forth. <laughs> and and we, this is what I love about podcasting. I had Chris on twice. And we still mess around, like just like you know, texting and whatever. Wow, going wow, like wow. we're friends now, like, and I'm like, this is a guy I've seen. You know, I sat like ringside, or I sat like in the bleachers and the mm -hmm. nosebleeds and watched him fight. And it's so funny because he actually beat my boy, Evander Holyfield, and I was at that fight. Wow! And I had to go after him. I was like, I, I think it was one of the shows we did. 
I was like, you know, I love you, Chris, but I, I'm still mad at you. You beat my boy. <laughs> he was so cool with it. You know, he was like, mm -hmm. oh, man, he's like, I had to do what I had to do. I'm like, I get it. Man. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, that's just a very inspirational thing. And, and what you're doing is inspirational. And, you know, the, the, the way you're you're handling your interviews and uh, I, I, I love it because it's very natural and you know, I, I got to support the fact that you're out there doing your thing and you're oh, trying. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you too. Yeah. You too. I've, I've been watching your interviews and just like looking you up and I'm going to be, I'm going to let you on an inside here. When, when I thought you were just in We Five and stuff like that, I was still nervous because I'm like, oh God, yes, another person I get to interview them and blah, blah, blah. But when I found out that you had your own podcast, I was like, oh. <laughs> I got a little nervous. But then, you know something? I really dig your style, man. It's really cool. I love it. Cool. Do you know what it is? I, I call it lunch or dinner. Like I tell people, like I'm very different. I don't come on and be like, hey, this is Johnny Stignarella and you can follow me here and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm like, hey, what's going on, bro? Like, how we doing over how here? How you doing? You know? How's everything going? Yes, yes. And that's the Good. way I do it. Yes, you got to be. Look, I'm a goofy chick, right? I could be serious <laughs> if I need to be, but I am like so silly. Like my husband sometimes is like, oh my God. God, the energy that I have. I love it. And look, people who follow me and watch me, they're going to learn that about me. And they're either going to love it or hate it. So, you know. Can, can I, I ask you a question sure. as an interviewer myself? Like, sure. what do you do to pass the time outside of like podcasting and, and like acting and whatever you're doing? Like, what, what, what do you enjoy? Like movies, music? What, what's your thing? Oh, I love to sing. I love to sing. I started out before before getting into acting. Um, I, you know, and I love to write too. I'm, you know, I've I um I I've got a new short story that I've written, and um, you know, I love to write. I've been writing since I was a little girl. You know, I'm the worst speller. Okay, so oh, I'm I'm atrocious. Yep. I am so I you know like I don't know. Texting is not my friend, you know, so they'll get the whole nother meaning and I'm thinking I'm being deep and they're like, but anyway, I love to write and I've been doing that since I was a little girl. So I, I write. <laughs> I'm a writer. I love to sing. That's me. And I'm also, I'm hyperactive. So I have to be doing something all the time. You know, so if I'm not on here doing a podcast or I'm not preparing for an upcoming role that I am, I'm writing or I'm singing, cooking, chilling with the kids. <laughs> what kind of stuff do you like to cook? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I am a pasta queen, although I have to give it up because of this little keto thing that I'm doing. But I, I'm like pasta 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 and um i'm you know i'm really good with chicken teriyaki chicken mm, honey that's me <laughs> i can make some teriyaki chicken and um that's it i'm i'm not the best cook but i have special i have special dishes that i make that my kids are like yes you know so 
you, you know, I miss the uh, we're from the East Coast originally, like, uh, you know, uh, tri state area in particular, which has the best food on planet Earth. Is it the water? What What is it? What do you think? I, I think it's the water. Yep. Look, let me tell you, and I'm gonna say it's the water because when I was a kid, for some reason, the faucet water was like the best water ever. I mean, am I lying? Is that for you too? I agree. It's the water. I, I, I don't know what it is. It's the I'm in Vegas and like, you know, the food, like you sometimes you get a good thing and, and it's weird because COVID period. So sometimes like they have the now the limited menu and they don't have like certain things anymore. And you're like, okay, but you still go out and you try your best to have a good time. But whenever I go to New Jersey, which I do once a year, like the food there, I don't even care if it's during COVID because I went during COVID. It's just damn good. Like New York. Yes. It's like, it's like, it's so delicious. I'm going to tell you a story. When Pizza? we first moved down to, uh, down where we're here in North Carolina, when I first moved here, mind you, there was, there was nothing. There was nothing. Right. And then it was like, so you know, even the pizza, I was like, the pizza was so upsetting. You know, I was so upset with the China. I was like, so upset. So when we went to New York, I was like, I'm going to hit a hot dog. I want some pizza and some Chinese food. That's what I wanted. I came here to North Carolina. Now, North Carolina has stepped up their game. They have stepped up their game. They're doing a little something, something. You know, they're best known for their Southern food. So. <laughs> you, you know, I, I, I got to be honest, like the Chinese food when I moved to Las Vegas was a huge disappointment. Um, I've been out here for like eight years now, right? I came from New Jersey. I'm 42. I've been living in, you know, New Jersey at this point before I moved out here for like 30 something years. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't really factor in how good the food is on right. the East Coast. So when I got out here. I'm like, this is garbage. Like, everywhere I was going, I'm like, and we're, we're like fine dining. Me and my wife, we're, we're doing things that are nice and getting nice fillets, you would think. Chinese food was a major disappointment. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, you yeah. guys don't have lo mein? Yeah. Like, there's no lo mein. I'm like, it's pork lo mein, one of the staples of like my whole life, gone. <laughs> like yeah. A race. yeah, yeah, it's, it's over, it's over, it's, it's over, over. <laughs> it's over, <laughs> exactly. Look, when I go up New to New York, look, they already know they're like, I'm the easiest person to entertain it. Like, take her to a hot dog stand, get her some pizza and some Chinese food, and she's good, okay? Right, it's just, I don't know, it's the water. I agree. It's the water. It's the water. And the thing is, too, it's like, you know, the pizza is 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 like an insult to, like, just life in general. Like, it's not even an insult to food. It's like sometimes you get a pizza and you're like, are you serious with this garbage? <laughs> you know, there's one place that's called Pizza Rock that I will promote that they do a good job. They got a good sauce. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're inconsistent. And that 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 happens with pizza. You know, no matter where you are, sometimes the pizza is inconsistent, depending on who is preparing it. But 
that that was the hardest. Like everyone's like, you know, how did you transition and get, get to Vegas from New Jersey? I'm like, it, the the hardest part was food, uh, and I'm I'm like, I I don't like the food. The food sucks mm-hmm. out here, you mm-hmm. know. And and I I found some places that have a good burger, have a good chicken sandwich, but I I, I don't know, man. I I think it's because we're in a desert. We get like mistreated. Like I, mm-hmm. I think we get some things like they're coming from like California that take <laughs> a minute to get over here and oh, it dries God. out and it's bad. Like mm-hmm. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I it's just the food, the food, you know, I don't know, something about New York. And then and another thing that to me was a little bit different that I had to get used to is that you got to get in your car to go every place. And I kind of miss kind of walking outside, you know, walking to where you need to go to, or it was like transportation. And then another thing, transportation stopped here. Well, now it's a little bit different, like at five o'clock. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know. I got to say this, like Las Vegas, all right, and and not to keep the uh, the rant complaining going on on my end, but uh, I'm going to bitch about Las Vegas a little bit. Okay, so what happens is... I'm going to bitch about Las Vegas. If, if you hit a traffic light in Las Vegas, and if you've never been here before, you might forget where you're trying to go because that red light might take about... And then this is no exaggeration, guys. Five minutes. There's times where I've gone like to the post office or went to the grocery store and then came back home. And I'm like, where am I going? Because that oh, light, wow. oh, dude, they'll hold you there. You could look it up wow. too. I actually did a fact check on it because that's another thing that I noticed when I moved out here. I was like, these lights are really long. And my wife's wow. like, yep. Because she actually lived here mm-hmm. prior to me. And then I was like, you know, I got to research this. I got to mm-hmm. see what's going on. Because I like to do that. And, and you're mm-hmm. like a podcaster. And, you know, you're into <laughs> films and entertainment. So you research by the lights. So you research. <laughs> like, automatically, you go in. You're like, I got to see what's going on over here now. You know? And that's I just see you doing your research. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> And they're like, <laughs> Las Vegas is one of the longest light states in the world. Like they'll they'll just hold you there. I like, can see time- me now visiting Las Vegas and the lights are long, and I'm like, there we go. <laughs> the only thing good about it is that it's Las Vegas and it looks pretty <laughs> aesthetically. But if you want good food and you want to get like from point A to point B, like without dealing with a lot of traffic lights. It's not for you. I Uber that shit. <laughs> you know, like it, it's pretty wild. But uh, speaking of wild, th- th- this was an amazing conversation. You are absolutely wonderful. Yes, I really appreciate you reaching yes. out to me. Yes, yes, yes. So, just for my audience, just to tell them so they could follow you, like 
give them all your handles, your Twitter, your was it IG, Facebook, what you got? Come on, give it to us. All right. So on Twitter, I'm Boxing Music John. On YouTube, you just look up John Signorella. Now it's not Cinderella with the glass slipper. It's Signorella. Let me spell it. S-I-G-N-O-R-E-L-L-A. John Signorella. And um, I'm, I'm everywhere, man. You can do the same thing on the Facebook. Uh, you could also do it on the Instagram. I'm at Johnny Sig. And uh, I really appreciate you having me on and giving me the plug. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, great, great things, collaborations with you yeah. in the future. And yeah. uh, I, I want you on my show. We're going to flip it. Yes. I got to come on your show. I got to come on your show. I'm having so much fun. I really am. So I just, <laughs> I really am. And like I said before, come back for part two. You guys have been tuned in to the DD Walker live show. Shout out to Rimtech Solutions. Shout out to EM Magazine. Shout out to the DD Walker live supporters. And shout out to everybody. Love you, man. We love everyone out there in the universe. It's one love. And go out there and respect your neighbors. Everyone have a good time. Play safe. And remember, one life. Go out there and kick some butt. Go get it. <laughs>